So a few years back, we had a Brit on our uh, on our elder board. We have one now, but it was Mr. Mark Forshaw, and we were sitting there in a budget meeting, looking over the budget line items, and he was like, "Professional services? Are are we supporting that?" And I was like. Well, yeah, let me explain. These are like the, the expenses I had in that. They had to do with, and I started explaining, had to do with some website things and stuff that we did. And then he was like, no, Paul, you don't understand. Where I come from, professional services is, is a reference to the world's oldest profession. <laughs> it's the equivalent of escort services. So you see, a pastor using professional services can mean something very, very different depending on where you're from. Last week in Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 through, through 30, Lucas took us through this passage, and in that passage, he showed us this, this thing. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And Lucas helpfully pointed out that this literally says, live as citizens worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that, that little command to live as citizens, that citizenly living, that idea that your citizenship should influence how you act and think and speak and all that, that's going to control the text for the next two weeks, all the way from verse 27 all the way through two, chapter 2, verse 11. And this idea of citizenship in ancient Philippi is, is a big, big word. It's a word that is pregnant with meaning, weighty. And I thought I could sit here and I could try and go through point by point all the technical meanings of that. But I thought, nah, let's do something different. Let me show you what citizenship is. So I've invited a few friends to come up here and talk about what citizenship looks like from where they come from. So here's my friends, all friends from our congregation here. And I've asked each of them to take just a moment, starting with Mr. Mark Forshaw himself, to describe... What are your native people like? <laughs> What's it like where you come from? So, Mark, the floor is all yours. I'm from a uh, great port city, a uh, citizen of that city, and uh, we, we are passionate about soccer. We call it footy. We love our history. Uh, in the, in the, for the footy, we have uh, two international uh, renowned soccer teams. Uh, for our history, we've got a UNESCO heritage site for the waterfront. And we love comedy and we love music. Um, the Beatles are from that home, my hometown. And when they I sing of Penny Lane, it's a real place. Um, I was raised within sight of it. And Strawberry Fields is half a mile from me, uh, me Olar and me, me, me Ma. Uh, and that's um, Scouse, because we are Scousers and we talk Scouse. So if I was to say, Alar Pazzi, uh, I've just been down the Aussie to see our kids because he's done his head in. I'll be saying, excuse me, Mr. Pastor, um, my younger brother is actually in the hospital with a sore head. Or if I was to say to the worship leader, A.J.U.D., uh, it's brassic outside and it does me head in. That means it's rather cold outside, uh, young worship leader and <laughs> miss, and um, it really offends me. So, that's something. So, so, we, uh, so we have this unique accent and we like to think we're unique, unique but... Wait, now, where exactly are you from? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm from Liverpool, England. Good, good. Thank you, thank you. Mr. Naveen. Good morning. Uh, my name is Naveen Matthew, and I'm from India, uh, the jewel in the crown of Mark's people's colonies. Uh, <laughs> Imperialist. Uh, or, oddly enough, for an Indian, I do not work uh, in information technology. Uh, <laughs> 
so the Italians have a saying, uh, Italians do it better. We Indians also say, uh, Indians do it better, but we mean Indians do IT better. <laughs> so um, uh, most of us uh, Indians are Hindus, uh, about 80% of us. And you may know that Christianity came to India when St. Thomas, the apostle, um, came to my native state, Kerala, uh, in AD 52. Now, Hindus worship about 300 million gods on any given day. And uh, you might wonder why. Uh, you also know that Thomas was called uh, the Doubting Thomas. And we were pretty concerned about that. If Thomas had any good reason to be skeptical, then we wanted to have all of our bases covered, and that's why we decided <laughs> to do that. So, so um, we are the largest democracy in the world by far, four times the population of the second largest democracy, uh, the United States. And we have a very free press. We have very open conversations. Political correctness is not part of our vocabulary. But does that mean that we say anything uh, to anyone? No. We have our sacred cows, literally. So, <laughs> thank you. It's very funny listening to that combination. We've just gone from the great motherland of Britain who colonized half of the rest of that world that we knew. India, as Nasim just said very rightly, was the crown jewel in the colonies. I, on the other hand, come from what they probably regarded as the flushed expert of the toilet. <laughs> because we were so rejected by Britain <clears throat> that we currently, where I come from, everybody is a vegetarian, not by choice, but by necessity, because you can't afford to get anything else than that. Uh, on top of that, we, on the way back from Britain, uh, way back from India to Britain, we ended up collecting all the ways of doing things right, like tea. Tea came from India, and uh, apparently, according to various American statistics, because that's what you guys do best, citizens of my country per capita, drink the most tea in the world, and we grow it pretty well ourselves too. So thank you for India and Britain for bringing that, because in terms of whatever we would do, no solution is met without us sitting down over a cup of tea. You want to solve political problems, we sit and have tea. You want to decide on a church meeting, we sit and have tea. Other things about our country, uh, because there's no power because the economy is in such a terrible state. A piece of rope is as good as a refrigerator. It helps to keep meat fresh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, one other thing about that, when we mention distance and time, far is about a day's walk. Too far is probably two days' walk to get there because you can't get there today. And in terms of time, when I say I'll be there just now, it might take me the day to get there. <laughs> Where do you come from? Where do I come from? 
Zimbabwe, formerly Rhodesia, a good British colony in Africa. <laughs> now, Jerry Powell, I asked Jerry Powell to give us something a little closer to home here. I, uh, I call Philadelphia my hometown. However, in Philadelphia, it's a city that's made up of neighborhoods and generally uh, divided along ethnic lines. Uh, I grew up in a working-class uh, Irish Catholic neighborhood where teeth and tattoos were optional amongst the, <laughs> the members. Uh, that, that's just a myth, actually. Uh, and we were so poor we couldn't even pay attention back at that. <laughs> Drum roll, please. So... Uh, <laughs> But uh, one thing it did have, it was uh, we were all lived in row houses. So everyone knew everybody's business. It was impossible not to. If you sneezed, your next-door neighbor said, God bless you, because the walls were so thin. So it fostered a very, very tight-knit feeling of community and togetherness that I still feel in my heart today. I often, in my mind, go back to those days uh, growing up where everybody looked out for everyone else, uh, you had more than one mother. Uh, that's saying that it takes a village, uh, it would be it takes a neighborhood because you were never far from the eyes of somebody's mother who had carried the same authority and discipline as your own your own parents would. So, uh, unfortunately, that's kind of just, that kind of feeling is sort of vanishing in that area in Kensington. But uh, I'm still proud. Uh, member, and I, I think of myself as uh, a Kensington guy. And I'm not sure what you're doing with that shirt on right now. <laughs> and then, Jared Coyle, give us what your place is like. What, your, yeah, what, sure. what are your native people like? So, so my native people, um, first off, I come from a land that is very far away. It's seven hours walking. Um, <laughs> and it's, uh, well, it's called Bucks County. It's a very exciting place. Sounds exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, there are lots of... My child has uh, made the honor roll stickers. Uh, <laughs> there are lots... Actually, m I was marred. Uh, pretty much everyone in my generation was marred by this thing called Buns of Steel. <laughs> uh, it was a VHS that our moms, unfortunately, had to um, move to in the morning. Uh, it, was, it was difficult. Uh, so... <laughs> Generally speaking, uh, where I grew up with is, is quite different from here in no way at all. Mm. So, yes, uh, that's, that's pretty much uh, where I grew up. Thanks. Hey, let's give these guys a round of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Just take that, yeah.